Hello, everyone, and welcome to the John Strelecki Audio Experience. Hey, everybody, welcome to this episode. This is one of our appetizer size portion episodes where I take a very specific topic that many of you have been asking about, and I put together some brief thoughts on it and then record that. So in this particular one, I've been getting a lot of questions from you all about the topic of purpose. How do you find your purpose? And so over the next bit of time, I'm going to cover my perspective on three steps to help you find your purpose. All right, here we go. Why am I here? Four words and a single piece of punctuation. 14 characters in total, including the spaces. Hardly an overwhelming piece of literary work. As a matter of fact, it's not even a very long question, really. Why am I here? And yet, those four words and the inquisitiveness that the question mark adds to them have incredible amounts of power. When uttered by a genuinely curious soul, they open up an opportunity to experience existence in a way so profound that ordinary life completely pales in comparison. Because when we genuinely ask that question of ourselves, we begin exploration into living a life of purpose, a new world of possibilities, if you will. I was 28 when it first dawned on me to ask the question. Later than many, earlier than some, I suppose, but, you know, better late than never. I actually wrote about my experiences in my first book, The Cafe on the Edge of the World, uh, Das Cafe am Rande der Welt, for those of you overseas in Germany. And I would say one of the most profound learnings I've had in interacting with the readers of that book is how alone they felt as it relates to that question, why am I here? Because although it's becoming more common, I would say, to engage in conversations about purpose, it's not like that's the start of most discussions. You know, you got sports, you got the weather, you got the latest breaking news, you get those a lot. But purpose, not so much. So we can find ourselves questioning if we're the only ones wondering if there isn't more to life than the usual day in, day out activities. You know, for most of us, that's wake up, go to a job that's just okay, go home, have dinner, spend a little time with friends or family, Go to bed, start the whole cycle again the next day. And I say that as someone who has gone through that cycle for a lot of years of my life before I got aligned with my own purpose. So it turns out though, interestingly enough and really empoweringly enough is that we are not alone. You know, that little book that I just mentioned, The Cafe on the Edge of the World, that book is in 43 languages and it's spread among readers from incredibly different cultures, different lifestyles, different ways of thinking. And yet, when I travel to different countries and interact with readers, what I find is that despite all our differences, there are so many of us sharing a common desire to live an extraordinary and a meaningful life. And what that shows me is that innate within the human experience, at least for many people, is the desire for living a life with purpose. So what does that mean for us? Well, for starters, it means we don't have to figure it all out on our own. There are fellow adventurers out there, others who are learning, discovering, exploring what a purposeful life looks like and feels like for them. And that is great news because the path can feel pretty lonely and look rather daunting when we're the only ones on it. But being able to learn from others or even just gain inspiration from their stories, that can help us a lot with our own adventures. 
And technology is an incredible enabler in that regard. These days, you know, you can listen to a podcast created by someone halfway around the world, like this one. You can watch somebody's talk on YouTube. You can read an article they've written, maybe even speak with them. And basically, it's for no cost and with the click of a button. So, knowing all that, where does one begin with their quest to live a life of purpose? Well, step one, in my humble opinion, is authenticity. That question, why am I here, can only really be answered by you as it relates to your life. Others can help guide you for sure, but if they're a good guide, what they're really doing is asking you questions which help you find your own answers. Step two is effort. People have a general understanding that without effort, very little happens in life. You can't get from your bed to the kitchen by wishing you were in the kitchen. Yet, when it comes to discovering and living their life's purpose, people can get caught in wishing mode. They spend a lot of time wishing they knew their life's purpose, wishing they were living in a way that felt more meaningful, but they aren't really taking steps towards identifying their purpose. So if you find yourself operating that way, here's a few suggestions to get going. For starters, ask yourself, who is living my dream life? Come up with a list of three or four people who are living your dream life and write down, what is it about their life that you admire so much? Is it the way they spend their time? Maybe the attitude or approach to life they have. How about the contributions they make to others? These could be people that you know well, so it could literally be someone that you have a friendship with as a family member, etc. Or they could be people you've never met, but you know about. It doesn't really matter. As long as it's people that fall into that category of someone you're like, hey, who's living my dream life? Well, then ask yourself, what about their life do you find so meaningful? Is it the fact that they live life the way they do and that makes them happy? Is it that it makes a positive difference in the lives of others? Uh, maybe that it breaks new thought boundaries? Once you know that, then learn everything you can about these people. Were they always living the way they are now? If not, well, what steps did they take to go from where they were to where they are now? What obstacles did they encounter along the way? How did they deal with those obstacles? The good thing is that YouTube, biographies, Google searches are fantastic tools if you don't personally know these people. If you actually do know them, even better, schedule some time and just ask them. Now, I realize this might feel a little strange if you've never had that type of discussion with someone before, so here's a suggestion for that. Give them a call, write an email, ask them to lunch. And when you sit down, tell them how great it is to see them, ask what they've been up to, they will give you the full debrief of all they've been up to because that's what we do as humans. And then they will ask you what you've been up to. That's the perfect time to say something like, I'm working on a very interesting project, living a meaningful life. Uh, at that point, they will probably congratulate you or ask you how it's going, which is the perfect time to ask for advice. All you got to do is say something like, you know, I'm struggling with finding what excites me or it's been tough to adjust my schedule to match my interests or whatever else you're struggling with. And then say something like, I've always admired that about you. You seem so connected with the life you want to live and are out there living it, or you seem to be able to maintain such focus on what matters to you. Take the opportunity to learn from this person you admire. Do your best to listen a lot, talk a little during this part of the conversation. Asking questions is great. Um, spending a lot of time talking about yourself isn't because the goal is to learn from them about what they've discovered, about finding their purpose and living their purpose. So taking these action steps will definitely help you leverage the experience of others 
to identify what your purpose-filled life could look like. Now, here's a third step you can do in parallel to that. This one is about looking at your own life and using past experiences as guiding sources for the future life you want to live. For this one, write down the five most meaningful moments you've had in the last year. Now, this is a very top of mind exercise. Write down the first things that come to mind when you ask yourself that question. Again, write down the five most meaningful moments you've had in the last year. Then ask, what is it about those moments that made them meaningful? Is it the people you were with? Is it the activities you were spending your time on? Maybe the environments you were in? How about the impact you were having? And then ask, how long did those moments last? And would you have preferred they were even longer? And if so, why weren't they longer? What would need to change in your life so they could be longer next time? Ask what was the frequency of those meaningful moments? Was it once a week, once a month, or literally the only time in the last five years? And who decided that frequency? Would your life feel more purpose-filled if those moments happened more frequently? And if so, what would need to be different in your life to make that happen? What is fantastic about these mind games is we start to really take strides towards understanding what a purpose-filled life looks like for ourselves. We also start to challenge our mind to explore ways in which we might fill our time with more of what feels meaningful to us. Now, these games are also good for helping people get past what I call the booming voice syndrome. I've come across a fair number of people who are confident their life does have a purpose, which it does. They would like to live that purpose, which is awesome. They are convinced, however, that this purpose will only be revealed to them in a dramatic flash of revelation, the booming voice from the sky, if you will. So they literally will, are expecting that they will be sitting there someday and, John, you are destined to be a writer. Or Lisa, you are destined to be a programmer of video games. And so I find that they are sitting and waiting for that dramatic moment to happen before they start taking any real steps of their own to uncover and live their purpose. In my experience, there are definitely forces at play which help us live our life's purpose. And this often results in moments being created to assist us, which are way beyond the coincidental. And I have read of people who have had a booming voice moment where their life path became apparent to them and a flash of inspiration and revelation. I've met far more people though, who have figured out their purpose through intention, action, and choice. So certainly enjoy the booming voice moment if it comes to you, but in the interim, go ahead and make progress of your own. As a closing thought, let me share with you why it's so worth it to allow yourself to seek out and live your version of a purposeful life. I'll share it in two ways. The first is basic math. Meaningful minutes feel better than wasted minutes. They have a higher energy, a deeper warmth. They bring a broader smile when you remember them. The game of life, therefore, as I see it, is to get to the end with as many meaningful moments as possible. And this is how we optimize our own life. The second way I'll share it is in terms of likelihood of impact. So if part of your life's purpose is to inspire others, then the greatest way to do that is to live your life's purpose. Every inspiring biography is inspiring because the main character did something extraordinary with their life. The arenas for that extraordinary are varied. It could be art, it could be science, it could be sport, it could be business, philanthropy, or countless others. What they have in common though is that the person identified their purpose and lived it 
to the best of their abilities. And in doing so, they left a lasting source of inspiration for all who learned about them. So that is a quick three steps as it relates to you finding and living your purpose. I hope that helps. Please, if there is something else that you have that you're thinking about on this topic that I didn't cover, please shoot us a message. Primarily through Instagram is maybe the best way. Uh, do that and let us know. And then I will do another one of these short audios uh, talking about the questions that you have that I maybe didn't cover. And if there's another topic where you're like, oh, that would be awesome to get this appetizer size portion about a different topic, please send us a message about that as well. And I look forward to covering those. Thanks for listening, everyone. This episode has been brought to you by the fantastically awesome JS Audio Team. Produced by the talented and so darn fascinating Larry Hutter. All right, everybody. Remember, life is short. Statistically, 28,900 days. So get out there and make this one a museum day. <laughs>